All right, welcome to the Footy Museum and the Footy Museum podcast where we celebrate all things visual from the world of football. I am Justin Witte and I am joined as always by my co-director, but also my colleague and friend, Maria Van Dykenly. Maria, how are you feeling today? It is Sunday. We had a full day of Premier League action. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm learning to get excited about new things. (laughs) Um, For those of you who don't know, Maria is a Leeds fan. And for those of you who don't know what that means, it means she's been suffering. Loss. (laughs) Through what? Many big losses. Oh, that... So they played the other American. Yeah, it was a big American well, it's, it's, weekend. Even though it's two players, right? But Fulham, which has uh, the USMNT sometime captain and ageless wonder, Tim Ream. He is an ageless wonder. Isn't yeah, 35 and best. Geriatric, oh, practically. I know. <laughs> and Anthony Robinson. And they're great. And they took care of business against their American they did. friends on Leeds. Um, in what was a shockingly low energy mm-hmm. Craven Cottage for fl- is it always like that? I don't know if it's always like that, but I it was dead silent, and I'm looking like the stands are full, but it was like it was like tennis rules. It was like two finger claps or like golf. It was just like oh oh Fulham scored a second. Oh, oh it yes. was. Mm. It, do we know yes. why that is? Is it like I don't know. I don't, Maybe it's I don't. I haven't ever noticed that before, but I mean, it was really not a what you what you expect from it. I guess each stadium's different. Um, I would not classify that as a great atmosphere. It's cool that they have the old cottage building in the corner of the stadium, and it's right on the river there. But it was like, oh. uh, it was sleepy. Yeah, unlike <laughs> the race ground. Uh, where Wrexham, my favorite, <laughs> favorite team, team, won promotion back into the EFL uh, while simultaneously breaking the record for most points in a season in the fifth tier of English football. And all they had to do is get two incredibly <laughs> famous multi-million dollar celebrities um, to uh, push every financial this is, this <laughs> boundary. Is, I think this is only your beef with Ryan Reynolds. This is purely just that. Whatever your problem is with him, I think this all boils down to that. My only problem with Ryan Reynolds is that I'm not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Where's and, your gin company? And he, is, he is a living, everyday living reminder of, of the potential I have failed to meet in my life. <laughs> so dramatically. It's like, it's like, wow, this is what's humanly possible for you. And then if we look way down the chart, that's where you landed. <laughs> and you're but um, I did uh, follow the news and the scenes there were crazy. The field rush at the end was very fun. Um, the, I, I, so, Just the energy. Yeah. The, 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 um, I mean, that's, that's what I can get the draw. I mean, that's what you love well, about... Uh, about football, that sort of passion, which I was think, not on display at Fulham. <laughs> I think it's it's fun to see any team celebrate when they succeed. Yeah. It's just like really magnetic energy, and it's fun to see people excited and happy. Um, 
this has been an interesting story. Um, Jeremy made the really good point that the only people who are upset that Hollywood superstars bought Wrexham and pumped money into it are people who don't support Wrexham and that most Wrexham fans are very, very happy. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure. So I'm like, if the fans support it, they, if they don't mind their... the the um, the source of the capital, then like I'm all for it. And I don't I don't I don't see. I see them being right away contenders for promotion again. I mm-hmm. think when they get to League One, um, <clears throat> they're going to start to run up against mm-hmm. where she's because the kind of money that can change the whole environment of a club in the fifth tier starts yes. to get a lot different once you get to the top yeah. three tiers. They did hold their own in the FA Cup, and I think that's a good preview of what's to come. They did against third a third tier team. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think the other thing at play for them is the um, I think the intimidation factor of playing them is really high because mm. because I, I'm sure these other players are watching yeah. this series as well. Um, but again, I point to it's exciting, but the quality of, of football is not really high. Um, but it, it it's very with the atmosphere and like how much they're putting into it is good. I may watch the series now. I have a notebook that my friend Meg gave me, so I feel obligated. <laughs> So I'm slowly getting sucked in. See, that's all it takes. Yeah. But anyway, so that was probably some of the biggest news this weekend. The fifth year. (laughs) (laughs) The fifth getting promoted to the Um, EFL. The the fire don't play until tonight, but there was a otherwise full slate of MLS games. We are, I think, match day nine. This is match day nine in MLS. And we're getting to the point where because intrinsically in the league, every game doesn't matter because there's no relegation. Um, Playing for fun. Well, it's not even for fun. I think like the season starts, there's a lot of excitement and there's new, in some cases, a lot of times there's new teams in the last few years, getting a sense uh, of, of how teams have rebuilt, what do things look like? And then you hit this period, this long period of the middle of the season. So 10 games were close to, it'll be close to a third of the season. Um, but I would say that middle 10 to 15 games can be a real slog because th- they just don't matter as much unless you're unless you're a top team like LAFC who wants to just break records and be a, a continental powerhouse, which mm-hmm. they are. But the vast majority of teams that are, you know, trying to make the playoffs, make a deep run and just have draw in fans uh, for the atmosphere at their clubs. I think it gets hard. Plus the, these players travel so far. It's a lot. It's like being in a, if it was Europe, it would be like, like a European league. Well, it would be like if you were in London. Yeah. Um, and there were teams in Russia or Turkey that were in your same league that you had to regularly yeah. travel to. It's just, um, I get tired of, if I have to drive three hours to see my parents. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, that's that's I'm another like on their issue. Couch for a weekend, we can talk about that later. Um, yeah, so the you know, I mean, the number of hours traveling, the time, and I, I this week I kind of got a sense. You know of that what the issue is? I don't through. have a private jet. Oh, the issue with you and your parents is yeah, that's jet. it's that's why it has it's nothing so to tough. do with any. Travel, if I had a private no, <laughs> if private I had a jet. private jet, then it'd be 
zip zip well, and i'd be like well, guess what many mls teams also do not have oh, private man. jets <laughs> i bet la fc has one. i'm sure la does um so we'll see uh we'll see how it goes it is a, a tough time and but it's also approaching a time where they have the stage to themselves for a while which is sadly lines up with kind of the slog of summer um it's still exciting, and I'm still excited about the fire, so we'll see how they do. But speaking of MLS, there is something I wanted to show you. Uh, yesterday was Earth, <laughs> was Earth Day, and um, one thing MLS is probably the top league in the world at is marketing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or one of the top leagues. Well, then why doesn't Chicago Fire sell any tickets? <laughs> what? Un- <laughs> Uncalled for stray. Oh, sorry. Oh, my gosh. Um, was that too close your, to home? Why do you hate your hometown club? <laughs> Have you ever been to Leeds? I'm, I'm just it, making a joke. Yeah. Well, and I'm sorry that it hurt. <laughs> but it, <laughs> um, no, I think as a, it's a, uh, as a league, partially because it's like very organized, centrally controlled. They have clear initiatives they carry out and... Each year on around Earth Day, they release all the teams play in similar kits that are toned down because they use recycled ocean plastics for the kits. Have you mm-hmm. seen these? They I saw the kits. Okay, yeah. so they released that this week. I wanted to share um, share how they a, a video that was used, and this specifically is coming from Inter Miami, but it was used in all the teams to launch the kits this year and. Um, Tell me how it makes you feel about football and the earth. Okay, about football and the earth. Well, okay. See a shark. See a diver. There's someone dived into the ocean with a soccer ball. I don't know if you caught that. It's hard to dive with a soccer ball. Shark eating something. Uh, A fish. Dramatic music. Another hammered shark. Oh, and there's. Oh, there is a supermodel with a crop top eco jersey on hovering <laughs> angelic like with the hammerhead shark what? beckoning him almost or it I don't want to assume a gender, gender on that for the shark, shark. <laughs> yeah, this is and a now, lot of shark now that the hammerhead is swimming away and now, and now the the basically naked woman with the crop top is laying in the sand with the shark. Now they talk about the plastic. They just threw a water bottle into the ocean to get <laughs> a fil- shot for filming purposes. Um, so the point is a good one, right? It, there is there is a lot of plastics in the world in our bodies. When are they going to show the garbage well? island in the Pacific? Um, well, they're waiting for. Um, uh, NYCFC to move that to the Atlantic so they can build a stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah. Reclaimed Hello. land. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so they're trying to draw uh, draw attention to the amount of plastics we waste and, and say, hey, we're doing something good. Um, but I have an issue. Okay. And I think that it goes more broadly uh-huh. to the downside of kit culture in general and fast fashion is that they make these special kits in this weekend the teams all wear them, uh-huh. and then they release them in all the stores. Yeah. And they're like, oh, a percentage, I don't know if it's 75%, 20%, whatever. A percentage of it is made using um, recycled ocean plastic. plastic waste. 
It's great that they're recycling that, but are they just making more yeah. waste? That's my question because they, they would not. They created a whole New Jersey printed, and I don't think they sell well at the stores. Whenever I see just in stores in general a like Save the Earth T-shirt, I <laughs> laugh to myself and I'm like, "Ha! This is going to be in a landfill in six months." Yeah, I remember. And like, and they so for these. The players wear new kits every game. So if the players wear a one-off new design, that's not a big deal. But whenever you produce anything... To sell it all. The, yeah. Yeah. You're producing t- like a level of product that's never going to sell. These companies all the time burn their extra clothes. Yeah. It's Textile waste is one of the biggest problems we face with waste in general. And the irony is just... It, it's frustrating. It points to so so much like uh, uh, theatrics when it comes to environmental issues. If There's they wanted to do anything, they should make every kit they produce. Yeah, why not the normal ones yeah. all the time? Probably because it's too expensive. <laughs> and also, why do they have to wear new kits every game? Because there's so many laundry accidents that lead to, <laughs> to rebranding of teams. You should know this by now. <laughs> I forgot. All right, they, that's why multiple teams Juventus we've ended up. If you listen back to our older podcast, that's why Juventus ended up with a pick. Oh, and and uni- tie-in. Universitario Juventus, as well. Uh, yeah, and Universitario with their uh, their off white. <laughs> but I would argue more cool kit things could happen if they just did. And not only should they do the like wear the laundered jerseys but like really let really inexperienced people do the laundry so there's like yeah there's more variety things could happen um but quick tie-in since we're talking about Rexham, um the second place team in the fifth tier also had a record number of points and that's Knotts county, county which is responsible for every striped jersey in the world i feel like they should automatically be promoted for that like they should be in champions league because they gave half the teams their <laughs> their kids at some point so anyway i thought you would um find that interesting i do find it interesting and i know you have such a deep love of mls that you love talking about all of it i i i poke fun at it but i do enjoy its quirks yeah it is it is quirky and i Love having a local team to support. Yeah, I'm worried we might not. I don't know. I wonder how much longer. They started to put out all these uh, promos like, come to a before game um, Q&A with someone from our management and get free tickets to the game. And I'm like, oh, no, they didn't really. And I have to say it is, um, I went last weekend. The weather was wonderful. The weather was amazing. And they played Philadelphia, a team, a good team they always have tight games with and even then the stadium was not as full as even as it was last year mm. like a beautiful maybe that had to do with the roving uh bands of of unruly teenagers rampaging through central chicago at the same time i'm not sure did you know about that no oh yeah oh yeah was, i saw a clip yeah well, that was going on at the same time oh my so goodness maybe that had something to do maybe but that's the thing you watch these other, at least, say what you want about MLS, a lot of these new or other clubs have, are filling their stadiums. They're loud. They seem like an exciting experience. Chicago can't get over that hump. And I don't know if it's just a broader mental space Chicago as a city's in right now. Because it, it does be. feel like tough times in Chi-Town a little bit. Maybe. 
But or that I don't know. They just gotta win. I think that's it. How many how many two zero leads can you blow before people are like, you know what? I'm not coming back. <laughs> oh, but it's it's still fun. Yeah, it's still fun. I still like it. It was, we had a great time. I went with um Olivia and both girls and um both my daughters and we had a blast. It was fun. Um and then we went down to Millennium Park and smashed some windows. Oh no. <laughs> no <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> Jumped on some car. Was not us. That was not us. So we don't. um, Our interview lined up for today. It hasn't materialized yet. So it's a shorter pod. Um, But we will be back with an interview next week. Hopefully, someone who's been in talk about their experience in the uh, Real Madrid Academy and also their exciting sports future. I will keep this all a mystery. Someone you and I both know. And who also knows our heads very well. That's all. <laughs> Such a weird thing to say. <laughs> but um, but we did want to put something out this week. And I just wondered, is there anything else you want to talk about, Maria? I mean, the Red Stars got spanked. They did. Oh, that means that we the Fire have, the have to win. I know. They, they, they will. The Fire, if you're a betting person and you somehow listen to this before we, we release it <laughs> in the next hour, put some money on the Fire because... The metrics are there. Leads and Red Stars lose. Fire's so fire gonna win. To win. Yeah. Yeah. Or or not. Or not. <laughs> Maybe it's an off week. What else are you thinking of thinking about? What else are you thinking about? Edit that out. Oh. When I screw up like that. <laughs> I'm leaving it in today. <laughs> One thing we never got to talk about that I know you have an opinion on is the new um, US kit. That's right. New the, kits, obviously, because it is... the This whole World Cup year, two years in a row, like throws me for such a spin because it's, um, it's almost too much. Um, <gasps> or is it... Or, I don't know. I think the Women's World Cup is going to be awesome because, one, it's the right time of year. Uh-huh. It'll actually be in summer. It's not in Qatar. It's not in Qatar. <laughs> That'll <laughs> exactly. make things nice. And the U.S. are favorites. So, like, right... Right then and mm-hmm. there, it's much more exciting. Um, although it, I guess it would be winter where it's being played, though, right? Because it's, well, it's no. Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, Southern Hemisphere. Right. Yeah. Or would it be more fall like? Fall. It's like the. I don't think it ever gets super cold down there, so maybe it's better than. I wish I knew more about the climate. Yeah, I wish you came more prepared yeah. too. But we're talking about their kits. <laughs> we're Darn talking it. about their kits. So there's there's two kits. Um, one is uh, dark blue and it has like a scale, kind of like a. Mm-hmm. And like from what kits. I've read, it's worked dyed into the fabric. That's cool. So it actually looks pretty good on the. Um, so it's like a blue, dark blue, and a lighter blue, right? So there's two. The one. Um, is kind of an adaptation of, and I would say improvement of what the men wore last summer. And and to be clear, these are kits for both the men's and women's teams. So mm-hmm. the men's will be wearing these during the Gold Cup as, as just as the women are wearing them in the World Cup. There's a dark blue one with almost like a sonic or cloud. Would you would you call that like from here? It's blotchy. Blotchy, <laughs> but but it's made of like vertical lines. It's it's 
I, I view it as clouds almost, but it's like a dark blue organic pattern on a lighter blue. And my understanding is that that's dyed with the ink, so it looks really good on the, the authentic kits. And then what I think is nice is they went with a high contrast accent. So I think that red is really good. Very good. Yeah. Very bright red. The uh, badge is not a sewn on badge, but is printed with a red on the blue, which makes it really pop. And of course, the U.S., our, our wonderful women's national team gets to put all those beautiful stars across the top, four of them now. The weird Nike little triangle uh, accent I do not top. like Don't those like Nike, Nike, collar. Nike collars. I do like the sleeve trim, though. It has, it looks like, it's just a little strip. It's that dark blue and red. It looks like a jagged line or like a just a hint of mm-hmm. like a jagged. And I it's think just kind of fresh enough that I like the I like the blue one. Yeah, I like the blue one too. I trim is tricky for me, but I think if it was just missing the weird Nike collar, I'd like it a lot more. The collars are yeah. bad. Well, but on the other one, the white kit, they did get rid of that collar, and it's like a ring. Ring collar. Uh-huh. It's like a it's like a ring tee. I love a ringer teeth. With a, a blue collar. Because you know what? Then you don't have to replace it as often because your sweaty neck doesn't discolor the collar. So they could just rewear these yeah. and launder them. And you know it's interesting. <laughs> as I mentioned before, you and I work together at, in the arts, in the art museum. And you know, one of the major uh, art movements that defined US art mo- art landscape in the uh, 1950s and 60s was abstract expressionism. Mm-hmm. This kind of large, American, large-scale, expressive, be-your-own-individual. Colorful. Colorful, messy, brooding, powerful, individual genius. Over the top. Wild. And you told me that this kit, was it just the white one or both of them? I, I thought it was just the white one. Okay. Was inspired by abstract That's what I read. And so I was interested to see that, <laughs> would you say that this, to you, seems like abstract expressionism? Um, it looks more like somebody dropped a blue pen in the, lo- in the wash when they <laughs> wash these. Or, you know, when you're decorating t-shirts when you're young, could you flick a pen? If you, if you um, break off, oh, yeah. take in the, the little plastic cartridge uh-huh. and cut it open... And then flick it so just just a little mm-hmm. bit of ink spray. I think it doesn't help that it's definitely blue pen blue. Yes, it's it blue pen like blue. It looks like a big pen. So it's just like white splotches, I guess. It's blue it, splotches on a white shirt. The abstract expressionism, maybe someone um, briefly while doing something else, side eye Googled <laughs> Jackson Pollock. <laughs> it looks like, or if you told AI to create a Jackson Pollock oh. without actually looking at it, it's I, it's bad. It's really bad. I. Have you you seen these in action at all? No. Because I know the women have played a number of games recently, but are they they still wearing the old kits? Will these be unveiled at the... uh... Yeah, I'm not not a fan. I'm a little bit more um, accepting of this type of design than you, I think, because I... Because you're a Leeds fan. I like like some of the tie-dye kits, and this is in line with those, but... I took issue with the comparison to abstract expressionism because the expectations and the reality did not meet. You could do a lot of cool things with that. Mm-hmm. You could do a lot of cool things, um, especially with the printing capabilities. Like, 
Um, again, real tame. It's very tame. And that's in contrast to a lot of the other, again, a lot of the other World you know, Cup kids coming out You know what would have been Adidas. cute? It would have been cute if they had the, they did a full ringer tee and did the ring around the collar and the arms. What if it was just straight up ringer tee? And then like. Silk screen, and, one color, USA. <laughs> Camp USA soccer sports. 1982. People would love it. I'd buy it. My style words for this summer are uh, Midwest 1980s gym class. <laughs> That's my inspiration for this summer. From someone who actually experienced that firsthand, I would say <laughs> you, don't, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've read history books. <laughs> so again, just like the World Cup this past winter, I was almost said summer, but it was not that long ago. Nike um, and Puma came out with some pretty tame, not exciting. You know, the Nike US kit this time is better than last year. Still not great. But again, um, who's killing it? Adidas. Adidas. Yes. So you want to walk us through what, what's behind these pretty dynamic... Oh, my goodness. These have been out for a little while, but um, Adidas designed kits for their uh, women's clubs that they're designing for that are all based on the natural landscapes of the countries that they are from and so they made these like really rich very high impact kits for i i remember there's germany there's japan there's uh <coughs> i have it here hold on excuse me they did australia new zealand the host the host uh, countries and argentina so powerhouse there colombia germany japan spain and sweden um and they had also had done them recently for Costa Rica, Italy, Jamaica, and the Philippines. Um, but for the World Cup, it's that first list I mentioned. The design on these is so rich, um, specifically Germany, which I think is the green one. Is that right? Yep, That's Germany is the green one. based on the Black Forest. Oh, yeah. And the Japanese one, I think, is like sunset mountain time. Oh. And... Um, Argentina Some of them are like, like wet rocks and stuff. And it really, the photographs too, or the renderings, however they made these images, are really stellar. In the Sweden's water, I'm guessing. I don't, I'm not a fan of the Italy one. It looks like marble, right? I mean, it that does. would make sense since most of the world's marble comes from Italy. But um, And you have uh, granite countertops? No, I, I like many... Current Americans use quartzite. Quartz? Yeah, me too. <laughs> because I, can't, I want to save the mountains and mm. I can't afford the other stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's exciting. Um, and I'm excited for this World Cup. Everything I'm hearing about it, again, it's actually in the summer. So most leagues in the world will be stopped. The women's game, which has been huge in the U.S. for a while... No, I feel like in the last cycle, last four-year cycle, has exploded everywhere else. Um, and so the level of competition is going to be really high. Um, so I think there's going to be, it's just going to be a really strong competition. Um, and it's nice to, it's always nice with this World Cup 
being like, we could maybe win. And we have one. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of like, oh, we we drew. We drew England. We are uh, kings of the world. Of the world. <laughs> we made it past group stage. I know. We're the best. We played ugly football and we didn't get destroyed. <laughs> Look at our coach's shoes. Oh. Watch that bounce pass. Oh, yeah. Never again. So it, that's exciting. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I would say back to the question. The U.S. kids, better, not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I am, even with the Adidas kits, and with I am, it seems like the trend has gone away from really graphic patterns or clean edges on them, and everything is very um, layered and modulated. I think mm-hmm. because of technology allows yeah. them to do it. Um, I, I, the only thing I have with all this that style is translating from the field to like a fan. I think that's a hard thing to wear. It's because you have to crop it. (laughs) According to MLS. You have to crop it. The proper way is to cut just below the nipples. (laughs) And to wear one of these. They should make them wear that like the men like that. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, boy. Anyway. But I I do think it's harder to translate into just like, I'm going to wear jeans with a... With a jersey, when it's when there's that much going on, it's a little. I see it. Yeah, I'm wondering when the trend will be um, will come back for because this is the way, just like street fashion is going, is getting like super oversized and um, circa late '90s, 2000s. I'm wondering, well, especially when the, in shirts, when yeah. the big when the big jerseys are going to come back. I'm surprised. You know, big that. jerseys, big shorts. I don't think that they will only because the focus so much on performance and those do not aid in they performance. They don't aid, do they? One, Is it like a big they're bulky, sale? they're heavier, they're sale, but also they're easier to grab. Oh, yeah. That's a big downfall from them. So like the, t- like the tighter you have it, it, the more benefit you actually have as a player. So, so the, next, the next stage is a full crop top for players as well. I think I think they're going to go full bodysuit, just like okay. swimmers tried to do a few years ago, and then they they were like, "No, that gives you too much." You know those green suits that one kid at college always wears. Remember those? Yeah, thing? green green man. Yeah, it'll just be those <laughs> with abstract expressionist patterns printed on. It. Oh, when uh, Chat GBT plays Google AI in the <laughs> in the uh, Saudi World Cup. Oh no, capital. We'll all be there watching that. Well, I think that's it for this week. We gave you... You're welcome, listeners. (laughs) That was some great content. (laughs) Top level, top shelf. Brought to you by Aviation Gin. (laughs) That's the the real reason I have a beef with Ryan Reynolds is his gin company does better than mine. That's really it. (laughs) We both have multi-million dollar companies. Um... It's going to be so That's sad. That's because you're distilling your gin in your garage. Um, yeah, but he does the same thing. His garage just happens to resemble a state-of-the-art um, distillery. Yeah. But that was his garage first. Mm, oh. Yeah. He, it was like, oh, you know, I bought this distillery. No, I know. I know all about it. <laughs> I, do, I do find a certain amount of enjoyment as there's a, a photo of him and um, uh, Ryan... Uh, McElhaney. Rob McElhaney. 
there is a picture of him and Rob McElmahony. McElhaney? McElhaney? Yeah. Mac. And yeah. Rob. You know, Mac. You know, other, Rob. The Rob. co-owner, who seems more invested in the team, but maybe less famous than, than Ryan. And they're holding the... Um, I think it's called the Valorama Cup is the championship cup for the uh, fifth uh, fifth tier. And they were obviously recently sprayed sprayed with rain or champagne. Oh, and it looks like... And it looks like Ryan peed himself. Yeah. And it's like the photo that's gone. <laughs> and I do... He's a funny man. And I think that he would embrace that and make jokes about it. So, um, But it is like an early 2000s cast reunion every time there's a game because like Paul Rudd was at this one uh-huh. you got um, um, Will Ferrell's Will always wins. there the whole cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia was there the other day that's nice so who will go out on this Maria <laughs> oh no in Wrexham's first game in League 2 who will be the early 2000s American celebrity to join Robin Ryan in the box James Vanderbeek. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> James <laughs> Vanderbeek. Beek. Beek. Okay. I'm going to say it's going to be one of the Wilson brothers. Owen oh, Wilson. Owen Wilson. Yeah. Owen Wilson. Maybe Christina Applegate. I don't know. One or the other. One or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and then... Follow-up question, who will be the next Marvel superhero? <laughs> Luke Wilson. <laughs> Is Luke Wilson a Marvel superhero? Oh, you mean the next Marvel superhero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying he's going to get... That's just your prediction. <laughs> no, I meant to go to what a What movie Rexham haven't game. they done yet? Um, Squirrel Man will be Luke Wilson. <laughs> All right, guys. That was the Footy Museum <laughs> podcast. Um, sorry, you don't get that. Uh, 37 minutes back to your life. But join us next week. We'll have an actual um, person to interview. <laughs> and please... Because we're um, AI. If you, do, if you do enjoy this and do listen, and I know there's been more of you, um, please subscribe um, and like, and then also check out our website. And if you are so inclined, sign up for email alerts as we start to roll out new projects in the next year. All right, Maria. Okay, Justin. Have a great week. I'll see you. At work. At work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye.